What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What's happening, y'all? What it do? And Dr. Douglas Thomas. What's going on, E? What up, what up, what up, what up? Man, um, so there's no uh there's no no easy way to do it, no no good way to do it. Um, as you guys know, man, you guys are a part of this podcast, and because you're a part of the podcast and listen every week, uh, you kind of become like family to us. And um, you know, we pledge to do this podcast every week, and, and that's what we try to do. You know, come hell or high water, uh, we try to be here every week. And you know, this is probably one of the first weeks I was ready to call <laughs> off and, and be like, "Yo, all right, we need a break. Uh, we need to take a time out." And, um, you know, thought about it, prayed about it, and, um, you know, we decided to do it. Um, we lost a, uh, a very close, I don't even want to call him a friend, family member, uh, ETA mm. family member, uh, Chris Daniel. Uh, many of you have heard us talk about the animal assessment. You know, we always, for those of you who see us out and you're like, yo, what's gorilla, flamingo, chameleon, turtle? Um, well, that was developed by Chris Daniel, who is uh, currently um, on the Take Control tour with us. He's teaching. He's, he's done the animal assessment. So many of you have been blessed by his message. Uh, the conferences have been amazing. His last one in San Francisco was amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, he passed the other day. We're doing this podcast. Today's Tuesday, and uh, we just got the news yesterday. So it's been an incredibly tough couple days for us. Um, you know, uh, it is, uh, it's, it's definitely hard to think about. Um, he passed in his sleep, so, uh, he went peacefully. And so we're grateful for that, man, but it is, uh, it's a tough time. And, you know, we weren't going to try to sugarcoat yeah. it on the podcast yeah. or come on here and act yeah. like nothing was wrong or, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever we're hurting. And, um, yeah. but, but we wanted to come on and talk about it. So, um, Absolutely. Chris is a major, a major part of our squad. I, I start coaching Chris, um, a few years ago helping him build his brand. Um, he used to come to all the conferences and that's kind of how we met him. And he's got an amazing story and I'm sure uh, in the days to come, weeks to come, months to come, you know, we'll be putting out some of his videos, you know, as his family, you know, gives the okay, just so we can share more of what he did with the world. Uh, but just an incredible human being, 40 years old, gone way too soon. Um, we, we, we don't know the cause of death, um, and that's, that's not our concern right now. Our concern right now is just, you know, praying for the family and, um, and, and, and being there for one another and our BU family has been tough on all the BU fam. Chris hosts a lot of our calls. And so, um, I don't want this to be a sad podcast. Uh, I really don't, you know, I want it, I want it to be something where, you know, we uplift them. And when E and I were hmm. talking and I was thinking about should we or shouldn't we, you know, I thought about the fact that, you know, Chris was one of our first and biggest fans of the podcast. He would text me. He would always listen like Friday morning. He would always yeah, text no me right after no the question. podcast, just <laughs> chiming in on his thoughts and feelings. And um, just a, a, an outstanding human being. And I know people say that when somebody dies, but um, he really is. So I appreciate you guys for being here with us. Bear with us. We probably won't go to full time tonight, uh, today, whenever you're listening to this. But wanted to get on here and, and share some thoughts and some feelings about uh, our dear brother Chris. And also, he said, you know, we should use this time to talk about legacy, you know. And, and mm -hmm. for those of you out there 
who are, you know, looking to leave that legacy and all of those things, um, you know, you never know when that time comes. So, E, I don't want this to be super morbid, man. I'm already getting emotional. So why don't you kind of take it over and um, I'll chime back in. Yeah, you know, I, you know, first and foremost, man, I, um, it's weird. My wife, you know, she is the type of person that always tells me that this kind of stuff happens, you know, in threes. And I, I don't know that is, you know, I don't know if that theory is true, but I do know Rochelle had just texted me that morning, was like, E, can you pray for my family? My brother passed. And, um, you know, so Rochelle and I kind of go back and forth every day. And so I was like, no questions asked, you know, start praying for her family. Um, and then immediately after that, I got a call uh, from Preach. And Preach was like, man, E, I got some, you know, disturbing news. You know, he had kind of texted me and was like, it's ASAP. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, what's up? I was actually um, just finishing up Didi's, um, you know, one of her many doctor's appointments. So I was kind of like, you know, I'm tied up. He was like, man, you need to call me like immediately, E. So I hit him up. And of course, when he said he had disturbing news, of course, I, I'm not thinking this. This is the farthest thing <laughs> from my mind. Like, this is not happening. When he told me, it was like I was stunned. Like, this is not real. I just, listen to me. When I tell you, I just had a long drawn conversation with Chris. We were in Boston and uh, we were at, I guess that was an Italian restaurant uh, we were at and we were in the basement and he literally pulled me to the side, you know, and which was weird because it's like, you know, this is the VIP session. This is people pay for one-on-ones. Chris, I can talk to you anytime, you know, and he pulled me to the side and was like, E, talk to me, E. I was like, what's up? He was like, I noticed like, your, your speaking has been going to another level. You know what I'm saying? The VIP, I noticed you've been taking your shoes off. You know, what's that all about, E? And I was like, really? For real? He was like, no, E, come on. Like, I know what, like, holler at your boy. And so we just went into depth, man, just about, and it's animal assessment stuff. You know what I'm saying? Which is why I was dying laughing because I was like, yo, this is the stuff, you know, that you you talked to me. You, 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 you went through my 26-page you know, document and here's some things that you shared with me. And I was like, you know, so I'm just, I'm just giving them what you told me and, and just like being completely transparent, following my heart, you know, and really feeling like with that VIP session, like it's, it's holy ground, bro. The ground you stand on is like, you know, this is, you giving these people next level, you pouring out your heart, you know, you the spiritual development boy, you know? And so we kind of talked about that and he was just talking about, oddly enough, you know, him trying to go to another place in his speaking, you know, and then I hear once we get to San Fran, he get up and I mean, light the house Yo, down, you know, it. in San yeah. Fran, you know, so that was the conversation we had, man. And we kind of talked about, you know, just some other, you know, um, for him, some other observations in terms of, you know, just the animal assessment, me, Didi, you know, me, Jalen, just kind of checking on me like, E, I know, I know, you know, you've been researching them and studying their animal and, you know, how is it working? I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, bro, Jada and I, I'm like, bro, I can't explain it to you, but, you know, I ain't going to lie and say we, we weren't always good. But I mean, now where it's next level, bro, I'm, I'm trying to explain to him like it's next, next level, bro. You know, um, and, you know, we were talking about that with Jalen. I was just talking about, yup, Jalen is definitely maturing and, 
you know, our communication and DD. I'm like, bro, we on honeymoon status. Like, bro, it's it's working, Chris. You know, and that was pretty much, you know, the last conversation we um we had. And of course, I saw him at um. It was it was crazy when I saw him in San Fran. I was like, you know, my new thing is, and this is all Chris, bro. Like, you know, Chris's whole thing is like, e when you speak. You know, I noticed that, you know, you come down and you kind of watch all the presentation, but people are talking to you, whatever. Like, you ain't got to feel bad about just staying in your zone and staying in your, because you get to talking and you you lose your train of thought, you whatever. And so, it, actually, he was the one that kind of shared with me, like, yo, E, you probably just need to chill, you know, and just stay away from everybody and keep that, you know, because like, see, let's say you listening to, you know, your favorite music and you getting pumped up, you getting in the spirit. And then you come downstairs and you got five, six people talking to you. It's not a bad thing, but you're kind of losing some of that, you know, in the spirit type deal. So he was like, yo, E, do you. And so I came down a little bit earlier than normal. And he was sitting on the side and just start hollering at me, start kicking it with me. So I'm just going to be real. See, like when I got the news, I'm like, no way. Like, no, like, bruh, like, like, are you sure? It was one of those things like preach. For real, are you sure? Like, for real, preach. Okay, who told you? All right, call them. You know, we three-wayed them, and then they were telling me what was going on. I was just like, yo, this ain't real. And then I get off the phone, and most of you guys know, um, you know, Tucson, and he brings about 15, 20 kids for the last three years, you know, to church probably every month or so. And then as a church, we sponsor these kids, sent them to all the college. And I get the news that one of them is trying to de-escalate, you know, a situation. It's a fight that was taking place, whatever. And then he got murdered. And I'm like, this can't be real. Like, we send you to Detroit, from Detroit to uh, the South to get away from all that stuff. How in the world? So it's just been crazy, crazy, crazy. See, I mean, just a whirlwind for me. I just got off the phone with the president of the university. And he like, E, we want to do a memorial. We'll switch it. We was going to do it Thursday, but... If you can switch your schedule up, you know, we prefer to have you come down and do it. The kids, you know, want to hear from you. And I'm like, see, just that's us a lot. You know, I'm just like, whoa, you know, just the whole responsibility of going down and doing, you know, a eulogy, man, with, um, you know, with Tucson, man. So it's been crazy. But I do want to say I do want to say, you know, when I when I when I let it settle in and just realize this is a reality, I thought about his his son, you know, and I'm like, wow. You know, Jalen is 23, Jada is 20. You know, even if something was to happen to me tonight, you know, my children had an opportunity to kind of grow up, you know, and and be with their father. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I just thought about like, wow, what is it like to lose your father, you know, when you're so young? But the one thing I can say, and I hope that those who are listening, because no man knows, you know, the hour, no man knows when it's, you know, his or her time, you know, but I could truly say the one thing light that came from this is just knowing Chris over the last few years. He left a legacy, bro. You yeah. know, and, and let me say this, and I, you know, I know I'm probably going to be privileged to be at the uh, memorial, but yo, bro, when, when people talk about like E's development, like, yo, E, you got to another level. And e, like, yo, I'm being, I'm being for real. Outside of, you know, my religious beliefs, you know, outside of some of the things that we've been through over the last few years and the, you know, the, professional development, like, yo, Chris has been, like, yo, a game changer for me. Like, the animal assessment, I've been on this joint, bruh, for almost 
two years, easy, I've been on it. Like, I was on it for about six to eight months with just me and Chris going back and forth. She talking about him mentoring him, you know, and helping him with his brand. Well, Chris was like one-on-one with me, helping me with my, you know, with my self-improvement, with my marriage, like I said, my children, the church, my leadership, you know, and just bringing some things to my attention. And then I went from, I mean, you're talking about a legacy. I just do to change my life. Like, I don't talk without Flamingo, you know, Gorilla. Camilla, <laughs> like, I don't, tur- like I, don't, I don't talk without that language every single day. And so the Lord used this guy to revolutionize my life and take me to a whole nother level. Of course, I got the church to take it. We had BBU take it, ETA, Didi. You know, you know Didi ain't on that. Didi don't do assessments. Didi did the first one, then she did the values one. And I mean, after I got rebaptized, and that was, Chris was the reason why, you know, you know, really that I got rebaptized after looking at the information and studying myself. I was like, yo, I got to get over that. And this is something that I've never gotten over. You know, so, um, yeah, Chris, man, I mean, changed my life. And then, see, there are a lot of people who find a way to eat. You feel me? There are a lot of people who find a way to eat. But through your mentorship, Chris not only found a way to eat, but Chris found a way to feed others, bruh. And that's what I want to make sure, like, when I talk about leaving a legacy, like, he not only said, okay, the PMP, all right, see, I got it. I'm going to help, you know, people with project management. But then, you know, the animal assessment, he took that. And and now you can use it for marriages, use it as parenting. And then he certified people. And I know people personally who eating off that joint, bro. I know people who are, um, who have learned from Chris and now have been able to take care of their family in a way that they wouldn't have been able to take care of their family without that too. So I I just want to mad respect and for those of you who are listening, like, for real, we hate to have this conversation. Like, I'm, I, it was a rough day. I, it was so funny. I told the kids at the uh, Success Series last night, Carl walked up to me. I promise you, see, you know, I'm, you, you know how paranoid I am. I'm always aware <laughs> of my surroundings, bro. My man walked right up on me. I didn't even see him the whole time till he got right up on me. It was just that kind of day. I was just in a day sitting on, in, on a chair looking outside the garage. I, I don't know what I was looking at, but I was just in a daze. So it's going to happen to all of us. But the question is, when you leave, what are you leaving? Are mm-hmm. you going to leave just with people and, you know, disarray financially, you know, whatever? And Chris left a legacy, you know, um, again, with training other people, getting them certified, helping them to be able to not only do a outstanding service, uh, with this animal assessment, being able to bring about real change in corporations and individuals, you know, something that they could be proud of in terms of uh, the PMP and the animal assessment. You know, uh, man, he, 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 it's people out here eating because of him. But more importantly, he started a company, so he's going to be able to do some stuff for his son. You know, and I made a, con- I made a phone call and just said, look, I am willing, you know, because we're a family. And this is why you need of family, guys. This is why you can't just be getting with companies who are trying to take money from you. But we're going to take care of Chris' son. And I, and I made a phone call and said, look, if there's an animal assessment training that needs to be done, you know, there's something that I can do once a quarter or, you know, however often you need me to do it. And we start a trust fund and we take that money and we put that money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, whatever I got to do, it ain't going to kill me to go somewhere and do an animal assessment training on Chris' family's behalf. 
and just make sure his son is taken care of. So, yeah, see, legacy, legacy, legacy. He left the legacy, Carl. He left the legacy. He left something behind where other people can use, you know, and, and, and as a means to take care of their family, as a means to leave a legacy. So uh, he will be missed. I personally, and I could be wrong, but outside of like us, I don't think there was a person in our organization that touched, like was as influential. Like he probably mm-hmm. touched every BU member with the assessment, went through the assessment with him, was on calls, was a trainer for our speakers bureau, uh, counseled me and Didi, you know, on a marriage boy through the animal assessment, trained my church, you know. I, bro, I think he probably touched as many people, you know, as, the, as us than anybody else in the uh in the organization. But I could be wrong, but I, I think he touched a lot of people in our in, in our organization and in the people that we touch. Yeah, no, I I said he honestly, I think I, I said it to my wife. Chris changed the world. Yeah. Like flat out, he changed the world. Like there's again, like this thing, the whole assessment man, it has brought so much to life, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's brought so much clarity to everything that we do. Like, it's not going to be forgotten. Like, I, two years from now, we're still going to be talking the, same, the yeah. same assessment, the same animals. Man, and so my moment, see, was literally San Fran, too. Like, we literally, he walked off the stage, and the way this one happened to be set up, like, as he walked off, I was sitting right there with the audio equipment and stuff, and... Um, there's a door right behind us, and he kind of went through the door, and I just kind of followed him, like, man, like that, I, flat out, that was your best presentation I've seen. And we started kind of talking, and it was weird, I, and I can't explain it all. It was a moment that me and Chris had, I can't explain it all. It was like five to 10 minutes that we were outside talking, bro, both of us were in tears. It was just a weird, like, we just had a moment, like, yo, I was like, yo, like, the whole, and we were just talking about, like, what the assessment has done, and he was just saying, like, yeah, man, I've been watching, and I had to make some adjustments, and he was just saying, this is the part, see, that I think that kind of got me, he was just like, yo, I just, he's like, I just figured it out, bro, he was just explaining to me, like, yo, the animal assessment was the tip of the iceberg, he was like, yo, now I can see where this thing goes, and he was just kind of explaining to me where it goes, and how he was overwhelmed with, like, the responsibility of having this thing to give to the world, and I'm standing they're like, dude, I'm telling you the impact that it's had on me. I'm talking about, so Nick, literally, so we talked 10 minutes, probably tops. We came back outside and it just worked out that we actually flew out the same time the next morning. So we ended up meeting each other in the airport. Um, and we just walking through the airport. We both had like 30 minutes before our flights. So we just walking through the airport talking. And I, for me, this is the part that kind of hit me hard. It was like, yo, let's start connecting more. That was the conversation we had that day. Let's start connecting more. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was, I can't explain to you. So Tamisha FaceTimed me and she was talking to him and we just back and forth right there in the airport. And then the following week he jumped on the, um, I started doing the chameleon call and he jumped on the call E for me. And man, I'm telling you, when Chris lit that call up. He lit that call up. So this is literally last Saturday. He did the call for me. And I'm talking about the, the last communication. See, you talk about going back through the text messages. The last communication I had with him was just sending him a screenshot of how everybody else on the call, because we got like a little group me and they were just like, yo, fire call. I ain't never thought about that. Yo, Chris this, Chris that. And I sent him like two screenshots because it was too much to fit in one. And he was like, man, just like praise God. Like, you know, it was like that, that, that moment for him, like, yo, this is what I'm here for. And literally that's our last communication, man. But like Issa, you talk about legacy, man. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know how, what we need to do. 
Um, he said he got a part to play, but I'm telling you, as an ETF family, I'm telling you, like, there's nothing that, there's nothing that his son is going to lack, man. We, we, we own this at this point. Like, the, the, the impact that he's had on our lives, it's, it's no words. Like, everybody asks me, like, how you feel? I was like, it ain't no words. I ain't got no words for you. This is probably, oh, and I ain't tell you all this. So I called my mom to tell her about, you know, the thing with Tucson and this. And my mom tells me three other people in the last couple of days that died, three others. So I got a cousin um, that his mom died, um, then two other people that we knew from back in Barbados. So I'm talking about like this week has been heavy. I'm talking about heavy. And um, my parents actually in Miami now taking a flight to go back to a funeral tomorrow. So it's just like, hey, I, I, I never really thought about the threes thing or whatever, but you know, whatever it is, man, just again, it, it, it takes you back to that moment of like, yo, do you realize that for real, it could... And, it could happen to anybody at any time, man, and not to scare people, but this is why everything that we've ever done, everything that y'all see Esau passionate about is because, for real, like, you got to take advantage of every opportunity. My niece said something that had me floored last night. We were kind of talking about the whole thing, and she said, um, she said, man, it's so, like, presumptuous that we set an alarm clock to wake us up every single day. Like, the average person set an alarm clock with the expectation that it's going to wake you up. You know what I'm saying? How often do we think about the fact that we might not hear that? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a reality. Like, we might not hear that. She just had me thinking. Now, the challenge that I have for everybody, including myself, is two weeks from now, like, how do you keep that going? Like, how do you keep reminding yourself that this thing is so real? You know what I'm saying? That this could be, and again, not to scare people, hear me closely, but to live your life the way that it was intended to, that, you know, that, the, the, the intent that God had for your life. Like, how do you not get caught up? I'm telling you, I felt stupid yesterday because I'm fussing, not fussing, but I'm looking at my daughter like, hey, give me a minute, like I'm trying to finish something. She fell asleep, so I'm upstairs feeling good. Now I got like an hour or something to do work, and that's when I get the call from you, E. And it's just like, yo, you over here tripping on this stuff, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, I'm, perspective is crazy. C, C said it, C, you said Everything else just seems so small right now. Everything else in the world just seems so small, man. But, man, so my, my thing to everybody is like, yo, I'm challenging you. Two weeks from now, I don't know if it's a photo you got to put up, if it's a whatever, something you got to listen to. Just always be reminded, man, not to take nothing. I'm talking about don't take, let me say in correct English, don't take anything for granted. I don't want to upset nobody at this time in my language. <laughs> Just don't take anything for granted. Like, enjoy your family. Enjoy your moments. Be intentional about doing stuff. Um, yeah, don't leave nothing for chance, man. And this ain't, again, I'm, I'm, I'm keep repeating, this not to scare nobody into doing nothing. This is like make a transition in your life that you're going to appreciate life. You're going to appreciate what you have. Yeah, you ain't got all the money. Yeah, you ain't got the... Whatever. Like, appreciate life. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything else could go. You know what I'm saying? Everything else could come and go. Once you got life, bro, it's, it's the opportunity to get whatever else you're thinking about anyway. But just... just I, I just want to challenge people, man, to have that full appreciation for the gift of life itself, man. Yeah, no, it's... Uh... It is, you know, the the cliche things that we think of, you know, all of a sudden, you know why they are, are so commonly said and uh -huh. you know, really don't hit you until something like this happens when people say, yo, if, you know, E says it, right? If you can look up, you can get up, you know what I'm right. saying? Like every, yeah. if you wake up with breath in your lungs, it's a blessing to go after it. And, um, mm. you know, this kind of makes you uh, see those things much more clearly. So 
I know I've been hugging my kids extra tight and um, oh, man. You know, saying extra <laughs> prayers. You know, the crazy thing, and I promise you, man, I, I just, you know, next week, guys, we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, you know, it will not be this sad by the grace of God. Um, but one of the things that's so crazy about death is, if you think about it, other than birth, I mean, well, right there with birth, it's the most natural thing in the world, mm -hmm. but it feels so unnatural when somebody dies, you know? Mm. Like, I don't, it seems mm. like we should just be like, it shouldn't be that deep by now. Like, oh, for real, somebody died? Okay, cool, whatever. Like, every single one of us will die. And yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm with you, Carl. I want to challenge myself. I want to challenge everybody, man. Like, yo, the trivial things that you're going through, your finances... <laughs> You know what man. I'm saying? Like, my man gone. He lost his life. Like, yo, you got <sighs> breath in your lungs. Your finances, you bickering, you arguing with your wife. You got a bad <laughs> relationship with your kids. Your parents, you, you mad at your mom. You mad at your dad. You and your brother and sister not talking. Like, bruh, do you <laughs> understand what a gift life is? And uh -huh. E, I know you live by that every day. And it's easy for us to say that now in the wake of... Chris's death, um, but how do we live like that on a reg, man? Because I'm I'm yeah. really using this time like, yo, I know Chris, you know, is looking down and he would want us all to grow from it. How do you how do you live with that sense of purpose and that sense of in intentional living every day? Um, you know, and forgive me, guys, if I'm if I'm making this sound, you know, like easy or making this sound, you know, doable. Um, but the, the reality is, guys, you know, we can live every day to the fullest. Like we can have that same sensitivity we have when somebody close to us dies. We can have that, you know, on a regular basis. And I remember when I was in college, Errol Tremell, it was either our freshman or sophomore year, he died. And I, I remember Errol used to like he literally rode his bicycle from Alabama to like Oklahoma and on one of our breaks coming back, he got hit by a, a, a car or a truck. And I remember going up to his casket saying, I'll never forget you, Errol. He, was, he used to sing. He was a part of our bell tower ministry, and he had music on the back of his shirt. And I remember saying, I'll never forget you, you know. Um, and and it, there was others who passed. You know, I think a uh, boy, uh, 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 PJ, had um, le leukemia. And he died of leukemia. And I just remember saying to myself, like, yo, I will never forget you guys. And I will always remember how precious life is. So for real, I do get up in the morning. You know, I, I call my son. I call my daughter. You good? Hmm. Jenna, like, why you call me? Like, I just want to make sure you got, in your, you got into your uh, uh, dorm room, all right? Make sure you make it to class. You know, I wake up every day. DDB, like, you getting on my nerve. But I run and give her a kiss on her neck, like, good morning. You know, and she like, stop. I'm like, nope, I'm doing it every day. You know, and I'm thanking God for you. You know, she's like, I ain't even brushed my teeth yet. I'm like, I don't <laughs> care. You know, and I've gotten to a place, man, where I've lost so many people. You know, I'm mm. 48. So, of course, I've lost a lot of people, you know, um, throughout my lifetime. And I just wake up every day like, yo, literally, like when I tell people I'm blessed, I'm like, yo, I made it. Like, I, I got a new day. And, and the reason why I'm so excited about it is because I don't care how much money you have. I don't care what kind of house you live in. Hmm. I don't care what you drive. I don't care how much influence you have or what titles you have. At the end of the day, I don't care. You're not that deep because you can't wake yourself up. So I laugh at people, you know, who got millions in the bank, people who, 
you know, have prestige and, and power and they walking around all cocky. I'm like, boo, you can't wake yourself up. You don't have the power to say um, you can't even plan for the next week or two because you don't even know if you're going to be alive. You know, so it's a choice. And we can, uh, we can wake up every day when there's breath in our nostrils. And like you guys were saying, maybe you're not where you want to be financially. But man, Jalen called me today and it sounded like he was in, it sounded like he was whole. You know what I'm saying? He's driving around. I'm like, I, I just saw a friend of ours in Atlanta whose sister got into a bike accident, you know? And I'm looking like, she's like, yo, it's going to be a long recovery. And I'm like, praise God, she's alive and she can recover. So recovery, guys, yeah. do me a favor right now. Stop listening to the podcast if, if you have to, but go hug your wife. Go hug your hug. Look, go tell somebody, like, go make amends with somebody. Do that for hmm. me. Go, yeah. go, somebody you got beef with, somebody yep. you angry with, somebody you ain't talked to in a long time. You just stubborn. You like, I'm not going to forget them. They're going to come and forgive me. Like, yo, don't be on that. Like, for real. It's like, I, I remember me having to talk to my mom. I remember me having to drive and talk to my biological father. Like, having some like serious, serious issues and I had to go do it. So for real, if you got something serious, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and just be like, yo, for real, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Like, but don't go another day where you got blood pressure. You got high blood pressure right now because you want, you want something. Go, go, get over it. Go tell your kids you love them. If you're the kind of father where you like, my kids, no, no, they don't. No, they don't. Don't do that. They know I love them. I go to work every day. I pay the, no, 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 don't do that. Hug them. Tell them you love them. Let the words come out of your mouth, right? Say it. You're not going to die. So go hug your loved ones. Go write your mama. Uh, I was going to say a letter, but I'm old school. I guess people are not <laughs> doing that no more. Text them, you know, send them an email, you know, FaceTime them. But whatever, man, the people, your mom, your dad, your siblings, like your loved ones, your kid, whatever, man, whatever. Go and tell them how much you love them. Don't let them second guess. And you wake up every day and do me a favor. Stop all that complaining. Stop all that, you know, woe is you and all that victim stuff. If you have breath in your nostrils, you have another day. And instead of using the energy to be defeated, use that same energy to defeat all the obstacles that are trying to come up against you. All right? So look, man, on behalf of the ETA family, for all my Breathe University uh, members out there, for those of you who just rock with us on the podcast, you follow us on Instagram, whatever, you know, just know, man, we love y'all. I'm telling you this. We love y'all. And I promise you, this is not, yes, we are a business and there are certain things we have to do, but just know we love y'all, man. And this is like the third member of Breathe University uh, that we've lost, you know, um, and none of them have been forgotten. Uh, we were, we've been blessed to be able to go to the memorials. We've designed mm -hmm. T-shirts, sold T-shirts and gave the proceeds to their family. You know, and with Chris, man, we're going to rock with Chris until the wheels fall off. We're going to be there for his son because I know he would be there for my kids. Uh, let's keep loving. Remember, love conquers. There's a lot of hurt out here, a lot of pain out here. There's a lot of divisive, uh, divisiveness, a lot of, you know, bickering and fighting. But look. Spread love, y'all. Spread love. Spread love. And hug somebody, kiss somebody. And, um, and uh, like C said, we'll be, we'll be back next week, um, you know, to our regular schedule program. But we wanted to honor Chris. And um, I just wanted, if we could right now, we just have a moment of silence.
So the Chris family, if you're listening, we love you guys. We know that we can't take the pain away, but know that we're going to be by your side and we'll do whatever we have to do uh, to support you. See? Man, I, I, uh, oh, man, I'm, um, um, shoot, man, I'm going to get through this because um, Chris Chris was my dude, man. And, um, yep, yep. He, uh, you know, he, man, he believed in us. You know, um, we, we've been rolling for a long time with this thing, but Chris was one of those first people, man, who was conferences, who was showing love. And Chris yeah. went through a lot, man. Um, you guys will hear his story, but he had a son. He talks about it at the conference. He had a son who committed suicide. And um, he was in the service, and, and Chris went through a lot, you know, and he bounced back. And I want you guys to know that Chris was an advocate for parents who've lost loved ones. He was an advocate for growth and gro going to the next level. He taught this at the conferences on a regular basis. And he was just a solid human being, man. And um, like I said, you know, uh, he was a huge fan of the podcast, man. And I'm I'm going to miss his texts. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm, yeah I, I just, man, this, this podcast and you know, everything we do going forward, yeah. bro, is uh, for you rest yeah. in heaven. No question. No and, questions uh, asked. Love, bro. Yeah, no uh -huh. questions asked. And I forgot to say this, Carl. I got to say it. But Chris was such an influence that right now my baby girl who wants to go into social work is a certified animal assessment trainer. <laughs> and um, just last week she did her first assessment or interview with an individual. And... Um, she called me and told me all about it. She was geek. She wanted to know that I see, did I get the recording? Did I hear it? You know, so when <laughs> I tell you, he has influenced the influencer and the ones that I influence. And more importantly, he influenced the apple of my eye, who is going to keep this animal assessment, you know, uh, process alive. And I know Jada gonna take it to a whole nother level. I didn't even share it with her yet. I didn't even tell Jada. Um, yet I need to get off this phone and give her a call. But yup, yup, we love y'all. We love you. Keep your head up. Keep your head up. Remember, CJ said it in the infamous words of Les Brown. If you could fall, fall on your back. Because if you fall on your back, you can look up. And if you can look up, you can get up. We love you. Please do us a favor and make the rest of your life the best of your life.